This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. That's right. It's time for the Weekly Scramble. My name is Chris Reavers. By my side, his name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Happy New Year, Michael. Reavers, same to you. How you doing? I am good. I just all of a sudden got a frog in my throat right mm-hmm. before the show started, which is Were you, super convenient. Were uh, you sad to hear that President Claudine Gay has left Harvard? <laughs> I am sure because we did run a best of Garage Lodge today, and I saw that headline break, and I thought, well... I guess I know what we're talking about tomorrow on the uh, on the award-nominated podcast. I heard her uh, letter to Harvard started with four score and seven, <laughs> meaning she just stole someone else's. Those like, memes you get that? that I saw based upon her plagiarism were pretty damn funny. Not plagiarism, duplicative Research, writing. Isn't duplicative that what it wasn't that that was wasn't that the, what they said? Well, she had one, some duplicative. One writing. had her photo with a serious look and her talking into a microphone, and then the. The words to imagine, you know, I oh, believe oh, yes. it was like stuff like that's hilarious. It me. is pretty good. I, I, I'm really surprised she did. I don't think she had to. She could have just no, said no. Let's okay. You, you you've been attending the University yes, of Garage Logic yes, for some yeah. time. Yep. We all know what this is about. Some Ooh. massive donor came to the school and said, um, "Here's the deal. Mm-hmm. You either remove her." You talk her into resigning, or you know this massive amount of money we have here that we give to this school every year, that's going to go away. I would believe that other than the fact that I think, if I'm not mistaken, Harvard has what how how much do they have in their war chest? Is it four billion dollars? Oh, I'm sure it's a ton, but everybody yeah. has a number, Michael. I know, you know but this. I mean how much more money unless everybody said we're done, we're not giving. I guarantee um, that that's that's the only thing that causes Places like Harvard or giant corporations to make decisions like this. It's all about okay. money. I, I dramatically screwed up. So I'm going to do, I believe that we are 51% accurate on that's the a, show. That's right. Okay. So we're shooting for 50 50, 51 49. But I was totally wrong and I apologize because it wasn't $4 billion. It's $50.9 billion, billion, $50.9 billion, B with a B, billion wow. with a B has in their 2023 Harvard Endowment. That, that number's as of 2023. So how many dollars could people say, I'm not giving to the school when they have $50.9 billion? Now here, Now I'm mad. You know why? why? I don't really care about Claudine Gay. I don't care. I don't care. I'm mad that this school has the audacity to have... $50 billion in the bank, and they still charge students to go there. You know, I, What do you use that money for? I was seriously going to go down that road with you because the, I've always wondered. We've seen, in, it's come up a number of times on, on Garage Logic about just the, the, the massive amounts of money that, that institutions are charging for tuition. And I remember not that long ago... You know, paying tuition myself to attend the Harvard of the Midwest, Mankato State University, yes. now Minnesota State University, go Mavericks. And I keep thinking to myself, you know, I, I worked, you know, I, I worked basically the equivalent of a full-time job all the way through college, and I didn't have student debt when yep. I was done. Yep. And <clears throat> I was able to do that and still, you know, enjoy myself and mm-hmm. have a girlfriend, all yeah. that, all that, all those things. And I'm thinking to myself, the kid today can't do that. They can't do that. You can't work your way through college if it's 75 grand a year. Right. But yet Harvard's sitting on $50.7 billion. What we should do is out of just outrage, 
we should say that you can't have that much money in college endowments. That's unfair because they move markets with that amount of money. Well, let me put it this way. You know how many Minnesota state Senate buildings we can build for $50.9 <laughs> billion? I just did the math. 72. We could build 72 of those buildings wow. with $50.9 billion. What I think is also really funny is I did that on my calculator as you were talking, and I had to turn my phone sideways because... There were so many zeros, like it won't go across my screen. It had to like, it was like, no, no, Mike, you got to now turn your phone sideways because you're doing $50.9 billion. And the office building that they want to build is $700 million. So you can build 72 of those. Yeah. Yeah. Can you believe that? So, so now I'm just doubly angry again. I don't know. Claudine Gay, she might be a fine gal. I kind of dislike actually that everyone says, let me restate that. I dislike that fact that people are saying, oh, she wasn't a terribly impressive person. She shouldn't have been president of Harvard. I bet you anything she was and is an impressive person because I don't care what you say. You, you are not a dope as the president of Harvard, right? Yep. There's no such thing. I think you could hire a dope to be the president of Dairy Queen, right? <laughs> okay. I think you could do that. I don't think anybody at Dairy Queen would, but I think you could do that. I don't think you can be a dope as the president of Harvard. I don't even think you'd want that job if you were a dope. Do you think? Um, I, I don't. That there, as you were saying this, mm-hmm. there was a, there was a bulletin, and I'm be, I'm about to make a broad leap here. Ooh. No, uh, on the same subject, okay. but you know how when a a, a football team has well, let's take the Vikings for an example mm-hmm. when they had Mike Zimmer, the old school, you know, grizzly, yep. tough minded defensive head yeah. coach, and what they do, they fired Mike. And they brought in Kevin O'Connell, mm. who's this just nice, smiling, offensive-minded, hip, with it, new guy. Yes. Okay, you know, they kind of just do the opposite, like right? They do that, the opposite. Well, that's basically what Harvard just announced about two minutes ago. Harvard has named Alan M. Garber as interim president. You see Alan's picture, nice white guy with a... Red beard, and he is going to turn Harvard around. Well, um, he was born to a conservative Jewish family oh. and was sitting behind Gay, nodding in her approval during her disastrous testimony that led to her ousting. Mm. Uh, he's a physician and an economist and was instrumental in helping guide the school through the COVID-19 pandemic, according to an announcement from the Harvard Corporation on Tuesday. So... That's pretty funny. Yeah. Do you think that was pretty clear? Like, we have to do this so we can... Not light up on fire. Well, right? again, I'm going to go back to this. Yes. Because I'm bringing this up because this is going to prove my point earlier. A, 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 and I, you know what? I, we also on this show, are we 51% accurate? Yes. Yeah, we try to be. And are we also uh, willing to admit when we are wrong? Yes. 51%. So I'll be happy to admit that I was wrong if, if my, um, assumption and guess on this particular subject is wrong. But, he is uh, born to a conservative Jewish family, which means, you know, there, he's there's probably this, Jewish. There's this little, saying. there's this little conflict going on where mm. people are saying, "Hey, uh, e- 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 I don't, I don't even know where I'm trying to take this." But my point is, some big donor or some large uh, uh, Harvard bobo said, mm. "It's time to switch course here, or we're out." Yeah, he looks like an affable guy. I'm looking yeah. at pictures of. So he is, he is temporary. He is the provost of Harvard right now. Oh, okay. So right. So I, I think that's. Um, yeah, let's see. Let's see uh, how long he lasts. I, I'm excited for him. Yeah, I can't wait. You know what kind of sucks about that is he gets the job, <laughs> Yeah, but he's never going to get the job. But does he want the job? Oh, wouldn't you? Uh, not really.
Yeah, I don't know. No, would I personally? No. No. No, <laughs> no I would not. Yeah, um, I don't know. Good for him. Good speaking for him. of college, there was a particular route I was going to go down with you. Let's do it. Yesterday is one of my favorite sports viewing oh. days because I love the January 1st day of football. I, lo- I love every single thing about the Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. I'll even watch the parade. I love the fanfare. Wow. I love the setting. Mm-hmm. I love the, uh, the the venue. It's one of those bucket list things where I am going to attend a Rose Bowl game in person. Well, when the Gophers go next year. Sure. Um, so I, But I, I do. I, and I love the fact that it was tied in with the, the final four this year, which mm-hmm. it, it makes the rotation every few years. And so I sat down. The boys and I, we watched the entire thing. It was fantastic. Bleep-intastic. And then I thought, oh, God, it's 7.45. There's still another game yeah. to go. And I thought, wait a minute here. Why did we start this game at 2 and then the That other, the second game didn't kick off until almost 8 o'clock yeah. last night. Yeah. I mean, it was So think if you were on the East Coast. It was pretty late. That was a late one. Anyway, of course, so I, I still stayed up and watched every second of it because mm-hmm. both games were compelling. But... I forget the phrase that Joe and Patrick have used for years on both Monday Night Sports Talk and Garage Logic, where it's it's the the golfers, how you can tell he's a good golfer by his uh, sidekick, his, okay. his 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 partner in life. Where golfers tend to marry well. Oh yeah, the yeah. same now can Second be applied. Marriages. Second, that's marriages, true. Okay, yes. thank you, thank yeah. you. The same can now be applied to college football coaches. Oh. Are they doing well? Well. You know, Lane Kiffin has wow. made a, 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 a lot of so, – he has garnered a lot of social media attention because apparently he's uh, dating someone that looks like his daughter, which good, kudos to him. Hey, he, everything's yeah. on the up and up. Who cares? What are you going to do? Um, I believe Jim Harbaugh is doing the same thing. Now he he is uh, courting the, the second Mrs. Harbaugh, which is great. Good for you. But, yeah, I, I was thinking about that last night going – Boy, college football's coaches are kind of doing that same thing that that pro golfers are. Well, they are making what eight million bucks a year now, something like right? That, so yeah. they can it's just a lot of money. They, they got a lot going on. And you know, with all due respect to Lane, he's not a dopey looking guy. No, he's a yeah, right. He's right. kind of younger looking. He's not a a big fat old Bloomington uh, Jefferson zone. Lane is Kiffin. he? Yeah, good for yeah. him. Yeah. Right? Well, you know, Godspeed, my friend. You go do what you want to do. <laughs> you what, do you? What do you think of uh, Michigan winning? Um. Honestly, I th- I I don't really like Nick Saban, and I don't really like Jim Harbaugh. So mm-hmm. I just wanted a good game, and I got to say that's one of the best college football games I've ever seen. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. What I do not like, I like the fact that the Big Ten won, right? Yes. That, uh, Big Ten team. Won. And I tend to do root for the Big Ten teams. But Harbaugh is such a cheater. Oh yeah. And such a smug, and, and he's and very arrogant. Very yes. arrogant, and he's just a cheater who gets caught. It's like, well, screw you. Why are you right. even allowed to be that's, there? That's so. I was in a text chain with some people on this very thing. I said, "Well, who do we root for here?" Yeah, because I'm going to watch every second of this game. I gotta, I gotta have some skin in the game. Sure. I gotta, you gotta, I gotta hate find, one team. I gotta, you gotta like the other. But, but see what you just described with Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. That's how much I dislike Nick Saban. Oh, you you dislike him I more just, than I than couldn't a dislike on cheater. I'm sure Saban oh, was. There, I I was trying to think. I don't know if there's a figure and a single person mm. in sports I dislike more than Nick Saban. And really? I really can't put my finger on it. One of my favorite things about Alabama is this guy was getting uh, six years in jail and the judge was asking him if he had any comments to say and got his six years and he walks up to the mic and just says, roll tide. <laughs> I was like, if I were that judge, I'd say, we're going to make that seven years. Uh, we're going to take it from six. I'm sure the school was very proud. I mean, just out of the blue, I'm like, <laughs> what? 
Why would you do that? What kind of dope are you when the judge says, hey, would you like to say something that might knock a day off your sentence? But um, nope, it was just roll tide. All right, I've got to share a couple of emails with you before I get to my New Year's Eve story Ooh. slash rant. Um, the first comes to us from Kellen. Uh, Kellen, I don't know if, does Kellen mean male or female? Kellen, I think, is a boy. That is male, right? But I think Kellen's part of the Frat Pack 5000, too. Oh, really? I think so. Okay. I don't know that. Kellen, if you are, put your number on there. All right. There. Kellen, thanks for the email. It says, Reeves, you've mentioned it on the scramble a couple of times, but I hadn't paid attention to the fine details since I didn't think I'd need to. You have a parking lot downtown Minneapolis that you've used for Twins and Wolves games. I'm heading down to watch a Wolves game in January from St. Cloud and was hoping I might be able to use it if you can let me know. Absolutely. Fifth and Hennepin. I, I already gave him the better one, but go ahead. No, well, what? Mine's fifth and Hennepin. Okay. Look for Bob Dylan. It's the best lot because uh, when it can be a little bit sketchier, mm-hmm. they have security. Got it. Okay, so that's why I like that lot. I gave, and you're in and you're out, and it's usually like twelve bucks, twelve or fifteen. Way bucks. better than this. I got a way better one. Oh, God. So this is kind of crappy because Kellen sent me a message because he's part of the Frat Pack Five Thousand. Sweet. Right on Facebook, Frat Alone. Where are we at now? We're at like uh, thirteen hundred. Nice. So if you're if you're not listening to this, I, I need buddies because I have like a handful of buddies. So I'm asking five thousand people to become my friend on Facebook. If you're not already my friend, please do so. Right, because yep. I want more friends. I want to be able to do meetups where I just I, I call and I like, hey, I'm at this place. Let's meet up for a beer. Right, I just yep. want to have somebody at the bar that knows me that can get me home safely. Right, yes. I just want that. So Kellen sends me a, a direct message because we're buddies, right? Yep. And he says, hey, I, I heard about this thing. Just basically what he wrote in the message to you, and I gave him the creme de la creme spot. But here's the problem with this: if I give it out on the air, which I'm going to do, but if I give it out on the air, everybody could do it. Right. So what you do? is for a Timberwolves game or a Twins game, you call the Lowe's Hotel and you say, hey, I want to have dinner there tonight, right? And they say, oh, that's fantastic. So you pull up to the Lowe's Hotel, which is directly across the street from the Target Center. Yeah. 40 feet. You got to cross the street, right? You cross, so you pull up into valet and you go upstairs and you go to this beautiful restaurant and you order 50 plus one cent dollars worth of food. Right, so you get two drinks. Like, say you and the gal go have a couple drinks apiece. That's fifty bucks right there, and maybe an appetizer. So you spend fifty-one dollars. Right. Okay. Now your valet is free. So valet is now free. So you walk downstairs. You go across the street, watch Timberwolves kick some butt on OKC, whoever you, they want to beat. Then you come back and you hand the guy the ticket and say, "Hey, I need to get my car." And he says, "Great." You hand him five bucks. You shake hands with the valet and you drive away. So valet just costs you five dollars. Parking costs you five dollars to park within, honest to God, sixty feet of the door of Target Center. Huh. Not six hundred feet. Not six blocks. And you, you park don't have right to, there. And you don't have to stay there. You don't have to stay there, but you do have to make a reservation for dinner, right? Okay. So you got to go eat. Damn. So you have to, when you pull up to the valet, they say, hey, are you here for the game? Like, what's going on, right? And you say, no, I have dinner reservations upstairs. Mm-hmm. It is a wonderful way. The problem is, is do this on, uh, it's always worked for me. I've always done it. And I, when I say always, I've done this numerous, numerous times. All right. Uh, let's say 70 times, right? Every time I've ever gone to the Target, every time I've ever went to a game at the Target Center or at the Twins game, whatever that I've used this. And I go have a drink and a little yeah. bit of food and you go early, right? You go, it's just, you, you do it early. You don't do it when the game starts at seven. You don't do it at 645. You do it at five. 
and you have a couple drinks and you relax. I've taken my kids, done it the whole time. It's just fantastic. The Lowe's happens to be a beautiful hotel too, so the place where you go up and eat, beautiful. So that is the tip that I gave him. Now what's going to happen mm-hmm. is now I'm not going to, because they're going to say, hey, are you the guy that mentioned that on the on the right, podcast right, right. that the whole world listens to? I mean, you know, whatever world listens to here in the Twin Cities. Yep. Now everybody's doing it. So Kellen... You and I got it, and now uh, I, I think now Kellen owes me a beer well, for sure. For sure, but I would also say this about any establishment that's downtown Minneapolis right now: um, having a lot of people come to your your spot, yeah, is probably a good. Problem it doesn't to hurt. Have. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't it? Doesn't hurt. and they have the space. Yeah, they have the space there. It works out just great. Um, I'll share. I'll tell you a place offline okay. later on, or if you become a Frat Pack Five Thousand member, I have one something like this for St. Paul. Let me know. So when we uh, first had Target Field, uh, the summer of two thousand and ten, I also have a quick Lowe's. Uh, oh, side, got it, side got note. It, yeah. Well, because it used to be called, what was it before it was called Lowe's? Was it Graves? Uh, yeah, it was the Graves Hotel. It was Hotel, the Graves exactly. Hotel. Good, good call, yeah. So, well, because um, when we were the Twins affiliate on AM 1500, mm-hmm. there was a lot of times where I basically went to 70% of the Twins home games that first season, either as a fan, as uh, someone that was doing With your press work. pass? Well, right. Or, yeah. you know, oftentimes uh, they, they would need someone to go down there and do the last... Half hour after Joe, mm-hmm. uh, after GL, and into the official Twins pregame. Yeah, yeah. So oftentimes it would, they'd say, Reavers, we need you to go down there and do 45 minutes, which is for me, I'm like, hell yeah, yeah I'm going to yeah, do it. You love it there, anyways. So, fun fact about the Graves is um, on their third floor, it's where the restaurants and bars are. Where yeah. the restaurant and yep. bars are, there is also a fantastic air conditioned bathroom that's open okay. to the public all right yes and so that would be my spot oh really yeah where it uh. was 95 degrees outside i am not going to the bathroom at target field and i have a press pass so i can get in and out i just oh i'll just walk over to to graves and use the restroom and then come back to the ball game really yeah. that's very crappy of you <laughs> that so that restroom back down that little corridor that's the bar you go yeah. Oh, I know exactly right? where so you're that, talking about. That's so what easy. made me think about yeah. the, the restroom. Good for you. You have to. That's you know. You learn more here by accident. That's right. Than you do by design. Except for on Garage Logic, you learn way more. That's right. And again, we're promising 51% accuracy. So, <clears throat> I have another email, and this comes to us from Michael, and the subject line is Mike's physical fitness journey. Ah, nice. Dear Reavers and Mike. I listen in horror to the discussion of Mike's physical fitness journey. I'm older than you, gentlemen, 65. I'm six foot four, 250 pounds. I grew up on a farm and was very strong. I remain reasonably so. Back then, I thought of physical fitness only in terms of strength. This is what scared me as I listened to Mike's de- Mike describe his fitness challenge. I've had some recent health challenges, back injury a couple of years ago, and I can say confidently that I would be much better off today if at your age I had cut back on the strength training and focused more on the flexibility. Strength training can be done at any age, but once you lose flexibility, it is very difficult to get it back. Boy, Mike, you ain't kidding. Or excuse me, Michael, you ain't kidding. Uh, Please take my word for this. I have been doing Pilates twice a week since recovering from my injury, and I'm just telling you the place where I can... Wait, sorry. And I'm just getting to the place where I can comfortably tie my shoes again. My male friends all scoff and make fun of me because of the Pilates, but I can tie my shoes, whereas most of them are still wearing slip-ons. P.S. Yes, the Pilates classes are mostly women. I do most of the workout with my eyes closed to avoid coming off as some kind of creep. I love that email. So there you go. Why do I picture a six foot four Michael, two hundred fifty pound guy wearing a uh, yoga pants? Right. Nice job, stretchy. Um, he's one hundred percent right. 
Yeah. Oh, have, have you noticed that it, as you yes. get older? Oh, God. Y- Mike, I went, so yesterday, oh, no. Oh, no. yesterday, I thought, here we go, New Year. And I've been doing a really good job. I did, holidays were a little unkind because I ate too much. Mm-hmm. But I thought, day one, here we go. I did my, my push-up, yep. my sit-up, and, and my squat. squat. All right. And then after that, I said, all right, I'm going to go for my, I do like a hybrid walk slash run because sure. I run as far as I can. And then when my knees start to say, all Because right. you're a big guy. You're not a heavy guy. You're a big guy, though. Right. So yeah. when I, my knees and my feet start to go, hey, we're uh, we're still sore down here. Yep, yep. And then I then I slow down and I just, just I, so I can get my steps in. Sure. I did 20, almost 25,000 steps yesterday. Ooh, that's a lot. That's and a lot. Um, this morning... The bottom of my feet are saying, uh, hey, dumbass, yeah. uh, we aren't 22 years old anymore. No, you can't just go from zero to seven miles. Well, but I had, I was routinely doing 15,000 steps, okay. steps yeah. a day, and I thought, yeah. I'm going to kick it up a notch. Yeah. New year, new you. New year, new me. Yeah. And boy, I, I was paying the price for that this morning. So, in any I th- well, I think Michael is, his point is well taken, and I completely understand and, and believe him. Because I have, do you ever uh, have issues cutting your own toenails? You're like, my foot seems like no. it's a long way away. I'm not, I, I've never been flexible in my entire life. <laughs> okay. And that is something I'm going to try to do. It hurts. Flexibility, yeah. like stretching hurts more than just doing pushups. Yes. So I, I'm on my new workout. I, there's a couple of GLers and weekly scramblers that are doing this with us now. Okay. So you'll have to keep that up reverse. All right. So you're, you're, did you do your day two yet? Oh yeah. Yep. Okay. I did it this it morning. It takes just seconds at the beginning, right? right? The, it's, How can this, you not This do is it? easy. Yeah. So um, I have, I, I think I have like 10 of us doing it now. I'm trying to find the other story that I was going to bring up. Oh. I, I was mentioning college football. And did you watch both games? I watched uh, the first half of the second game. Okay. I watched the whole first game and then the... Did you hear about ESPN's little snafu? Where they panned the crowd in New Orleans? Yes. Yes, I sure did. So for those of you unfamiliar, ESPN has officially apologized for a video clip of a woman showing her breasts that was shown during the broadcast of the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans. It was aired coming out of a commercial break during the second half of Washington's 37-31 victory over Texas in a semifinal game of the college football playoff. A clip of people wandering on Bourbon Street in New Orleans showed a woman pulling down her top to expose her breasts. We regret that this happened and apologize that the video aired on the telecast, ESPN's Bill Hoffmeyer said in a statement to the Associated Press. If you see the video, which I did, and... Then mm-hmm. I had to rewind it to make sure that <laughs> yeah. that's what Did I, I saw. Did I see that? And then, of course, it's circulated all over social media. Um, <laughs> this is really where my cynic hat mm-hmm. is going to get going to get wild here. For those of you that don't know how these um, clips work in the Th- telecast, there's, there's no accidents. This this yeah. wasn't an accident, yep. and it's what we call B roll. Mm-hmm. So. When you see, uh, let's okay. So when the Vikings got their asses kicked by the Packers on on Sunday Night Football, you know you're seeing the let's go. You know mm-hmm. that that stuff has was recorded 30 minutes ago. Sure, that's not them just picking one guy in the crowd or yeah, you know take, taking a chance because that they that guy's can't do they something. can't run the risk that that yep. guy's going to do something yeah. stupid. Yep, and this just didn't football games. People do stuff that is yeah, stupid all the time. So this B roll that was shot on Bourbon Street, I would bet, wasn't even recorded that day. Oh, do you know what I mean? It was. It's it, very There's possible. no way it was uh, live. Yeah. Um. And I, hey, if there's a television executive out there, we've got some that work in the building. Yeah. I'd be willing to tell me if I'm wrong, but I, there's no way that that was live. You know what I wished? What's that? I wished ESPN would have stood up, had some guts, and said, instead of saying sorry, they could have just said. 
You're welcome. <laughs> right? How much more press would that have gotten? Oh, yeah. Yes, we have a statement about what happened. We just want to say everything to um, everyone. Sit down, please. Uh, uh, you're welcome. And Instead of apologizing, because we know they don't care. It's cable. They can show that on cable. Well, that, they don't get fined. They don't get in trouble. They don't lose any advertisers. No right. one cares. That and we're really sorry for this. And if you'd like to see it, it's on ESPN.com. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Here's click, the link to the actual picture. Click on it over and over and over oh again. Oh, my goodness. So I did, I did think that that was pretty funny. But, oh, yeah, if, if, if you, you, you can easily you can When easily are companies just going to stop and say, we don't care? We don't care. Bleep it. Yeah, the, just, the bleep it's it not generation. that big a, big a deal. Yeah. So, I mean, when you, when you quickly search ESPN boobs, it goes... ESPN boob New Orleans it goes right to the clip right to so the you clip. know you know exactly what they're shooting for. All right. Um I I, I was going to bring this up. I didn't know at what point of the show I was going to bring this up, but um I have a bit of a tirade and you as a as a as I a did, business I just saw the guy picture yeah, for you, the first time. You did. I better get this off a of work computer. Um oh, don't worry. It's okay. it's Joe's. Got it. He's the one that's going to get in trouble. <laughs> so as a business guy, mm-hmm. as a as a as a, can I still call you a business owner? I, I was, mean, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're gonna have to help me understand this. Mm-hmm. So, um, my wife and I, as I mentioned earlier, both attended Mankato, and we, for the first time in God, I don't even remember the last time we attended. It was recommended to us that hey, because we were gonna do the Seavers. Um, light spectacular right off one sixty nine, which is nice. just minutes from our house. But two problems: number one. You sit in line for about three and a half hours yeah. because it's it's so popular. And number two, okay. it's like forty dollars. I mean, it's it's not cheap. Well, that's a lot. So to drive around and look at and lights. it's and it's on the weekend. If you do go during the week, I think it's ten bucks. But okay. and and I'm nothing against the family. That's called capitalism. Yep, yep. And people are willing to do it. People so will do it, or they won't. It's all good. Yep. So we we were told, hey, go down to Sibley Park in Mankato, which for, I know it's because well, it's thirty eight minutes from my house because sure. I live in Jordan, and so. I thought, oh yeah, let's let's do that. Um, so we went down there on the last day of it was New Year's Eve, and it starts at five as it starts to get dark out. Okay. So we went down there. It's and it's awesome. Uh, you make a donation here. Here's ten bucks. Here's twenty bucks. It mm-hmm. goes to the food shelf. It's really neat and um, it's it's just cool. Plus for us, it's like oh, let's go back to Mankato where we used to be in love. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so we did that. We come out yeah. and then and then um, she says, hey, the boys from New Year's Eve, they 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 wanted to get Subway because they my kids and I do too. I love Everybody Subway. Loves Everybody Sub- loves Subway. Mm-hmm. And so this isn't an anti-Subway rant by any means. So we stopped in at Subway as we left the park and got on 169. We're going to head back home. It's about, I would say, 630, somewhere around there. So I go in and and I said, all right, well, boys, you know, if they're busy, you got to know what's your order. You, you got to get ready to go. You can't yep. stare at the board, make mm-hmm. the poor person behind the kid. Like, you, I, you need to figure yep. out what yep. you want, right? And they were both great. So they ordered their sandwiches, and uh, we get to the register. And I was going to get something, but decided not to. So the boys each got a foot-long sub, and I grabbed a Diet Coke for the ride home. Okay. $43. Are you kidding me? And I thought, I paused. 43 bucks? I, I paused for a minute, because I hadn't. It's been a while since, it's been a while yeah, since yeah, I've done Subway. Yeah. I will, quite frankly, I never go out to eat, ever. Yeah, yeah. I hardly ever. I, I go to 30 bales. Uh, to go support yep. my, my buddies at 30 yep. Bales, and that's about it. And, and uh, $2 hot dogs at some park. Yeah, if I go play. to, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And if we go to a, like tonight, we might go to the Jordan basketball game, and I'll get I'll get a $2 hot dog yep. there. But that's, that's, that's right. me going out to eat. Sure. And I went, so I was had my wallet, you know, all of a sudden I went, wait, I'm, I said to the gal, I said, wait, what? 
She said, yeah, uh, oh, you, you had two footlongs and, and, a, and a large Diet Coke. I said, yeah. yeah, yeah. She, she looked at me like, why are you shocked that it's yes. this amount of money? I yeah. thought, am I that out of time? Something like a ton of money. Did, did they order off the new signature menu? I have no. No, they. they it was a. It was a. Hey, I'd like turkey and I'd like whatever. Oh, okay, all right. So but I just that, thought, yeah. okay, and I get it. Hey, I get it. Um, it's not 2002 anymore. Sure. I, sure. I, okay, I, yeah. I, I get all that. But and then 43 bucks seems like a lot. I said something to a friend of mine and said, "Oh, you haven't eaten out recently, have you?" And I said, "I guess I haven't." Yes. Yeah. But okay. Again, this is not anti-subway. I just that just stunned me that that's because again, I have no reference point because yep. I never go out to eat ever. I just thought, huh, that hurt a little bit, didn't it? Well, and did they get get chips and, and nothing? You're you're lucky that your kids didn't get chips because mine would have asked for like, can I get chips and then <laughs> and bacon? I want a can I get bacon on the side? <laughs> and then, but but just all I want to do is have you take the bacon and rub it against the bread, but then throw the bacon away because I'm not going to eat the bread. <laughs> I just want the flavor of the bacon. But do it twice to get get more bacon. Right. They, they don't they don't get it. And then feed it to the dairy. Right? <laughs> feed, feed it to. Um, oh, yeah, that, okay. it's, life's getting expensive. It, that's funny that you tell the story because I was had. You know when you have those moments like I'm a very lucky person. Oh yeah. Right. I'm, I'm just a very very lucky guy. I, if Anybody thinks that I don't think I'm lucky, they're wrong. I, I know how fortunate lucky I am, yeah. right? And um, I was in the subway that was right by my house. Subsequently, it just closed. God rest its soul because I loved it. And there was a family of five. And they looked like, I thought, my gosh, if they're buying subways here, this is going to be expensive, sure, right? Sure. And it, little kids, right? One kid just has a little like onesie on, right? It, they didn't look fully. And they ordered one big footlong, cold cut combo footlong on white. Yep. And then mash it with everything you could put in there. Every jalapenos. I mean, they just filled it up. And they went to a table and they cut it. They brought their own knife and they cut it into little chunks oh, for the that's kids. Smart. And I thought, I bet you those kids think are thinking to themselves, this is the best day of my life. <laughs> right? Yes. And I was super heartwarmed. I, I just it was super yeah. heartening that I was like, how sweet that family is. I'm sure the dad said, Hey kids. Let's go hop in the car, honey. Let's go. We're gonna go to Subway and just have. And they were like, "Do you need chips?" And they're like, "Nope." And and they asked for water cups, right? Which is great. Yep. That's the right thing to do. And I felt so sweet for them. I did. I was super excited to have them do that. I thought That's that was cool. a little bit of Americana. It was sweet. But uh, so there, there was that little thing, and then she needed me to go get a couple of items at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. That'll remain nameless because I know this is everywhere. So I went to the grocery store, and she said, "I need this. I need that." And I, and I, I the, uh, the the boys would like orange juice. And a freaking gallon of orange juice was eight dollars. Again, c- can I afford to buy eight dollars worth sure. of orange juice for my family? Yes. Why don't you get that concentrate? Well, but <laughs> but that's not the point. The point is, is is this is this really what we're doing now? Yeah, but this, there, Reavers, there is no inflation. Well, I guess. I mean, how do you? I not, guess I'm the idiot. There, there is no inflation. None of that stuff is real. The economy is perfect. Well, and that's why, okay, now I am really going to go on a tirade. Mm. That's why earlier today, when I see King Walls tweet out, January 1st, this was yesterday, sorry, January 1st here in Minnesota means everybody's got the right to have paid time off. And I'm thinking, Mm. you idiot, this is why it costs me $8 for Mm. a gallon of orange juice because every schlup you think needs to be taken care of in the, and that's. 
God, does that make me mad? Yeah. It, it's it's definitely a sad day because it never goes backwards, right? It's never, never. going to be. It's never going to go truly back to where it was. And I always go back to that simple thing. And I, I get that that people working minimum wage jobs, it's tough. It's hard. Absolutely, to, it's hard to make it on a minimum wage job. And your goal for a minimum wage job is to step out of that job eventually. And pause, right? but don't don't lose your train of thought. That's just it. No one is telling that person work that this is where you should be forever. Yeah, it, Use this as your stepping stone. It, we all the door, were there. Right? We were all there. Yeah. I have had some of the crappiest jobs you could have ever imagined mm-hmm. as an adult. Yep. I've done I've done stuff. I've done it all. But yeah. that's because that's what you do to make ends meet. Yep. Yep. All right. That yep. I'm not expecting you to raise a family of four on that minimum wage job. Sorry. I'm, it, it, I'm, I so didn't think I was going to get this worked out. What, what's up. sad about it is when you move minimum wage to $15, right? No one can now really live on $15 because the burger at McDonald's is now $15. Right. Right? No matter what, it's going to cost a unit of labor no matter what. Right? So if it was an hour to buy a hamburger 10 years ago, you had to work an hour to buy a hamburger 10 years ago, it's an hour to buy a hamburger now. Right? It's the exact same thing. So it it just, it, it really hurts the people who are a little bit above minimum wage. You know, like the the guy who was making nineteen dollars an hour, yep, or or sixteen dollars an hour, because now their buying power just plummets every time. It's it's incredibly frustrating. This was announced November first of last year. Gavin Newsom, I know, I think you know who he is, the mm-hmm. governor of California, because things it, are going super it, well. Don't we think he looks like that guy from that killer movie, uh, American Psycho? Yes, he does. Yeah, yes. yeah he does look American like him. American Psycho governor. Yeah. Gavin Newsom recently approved two major pay bumps. One new law signed this month, November of twenty twenty three. We'll raise the minimum wage for all healthcare workers in the state to $25 an hour by 2028. Fine. The other law increases minimum hourly pay for fast food workers to $20 an hour starting in mm-hmm. April. And the people that own those fast food places are saying, hey, we're going to go out of business. They're not going to go out of business because they have to pay $20. That's not what they'll go out of business for. They'll go out of business is because no one's going to buy burgers anymore. Right. They're going to say, this isn't worth it. Right. And so their sales are going to start to plummet. And then Gavin's going to wonder why that happens. But but it's what's nice about it, at least the state of California, is covering health care for all illegal aliens. I'm glad you went there because did you see the recent report this morning? Boy, we're... We, we're going. We're, we're getting political. We're really getting political oh. here. But But... But people need to understand every cause is every cause There's has an, an effect. effect to every is that, cause. Is that, is yeah. that right? Okay. Cause and effect. Yeah. So yes, they're they're, enti- they're coming to the. We had in December alone. I just read it this morning, and I couldn't believe it. I had to reread it, and then I sent it to Joe, and I said, "You got to read this. We have got to talk about this." In the state, or sorry, in the month of December alone, we had three hundred and two thousand. Illegal crossings. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that is? That's the exact population of Pittsburgh. Yeah. Think of that's that. what happened in December. Yeah. Think of that. And that's why your orange and, juice costs you $8 a yeah, gallon. Yeah, and you know what? I, I think there's, we need, there's it's something weird about me. We need people. We need people in this country. Sure. Right? We're not having enough babies. I'm willing to have a whole bunch of them, ladies. My wife would kill me <laughs> oh, for that joke. She's probably going she to. She would totally it's been kill nice me for that joke. You. Yes. Um, but... <laughs> We need to have our population growth, right? So you can go ahead and get some people in, right? We got. I think we have to do it a little bit more logically. But what I think we have to do is we have to get them working. If we're going to get them here, we need to get them the legal right to start working ASAP. And that's the right? problem that so many, including I guess myself, are having is I am all for the family that wants to uh, wants to immigrate here yeah. and 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 wants to wants to live the American dream. 
God, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You come on. But don't do it with your hand out. Yes. That's the yeah. problem that I and so many others have is that's fine. And that's why when, when Walls tweets stuff like that, it makes everybody mad. And I personally think he does it just to get people like me all sure. wound up. Get you, it's but it's you. like that's not making things better. Yeah. Dude. Is it better? Is it better for that person? Yes. But it's not making it, we're not a better society for that. When I'm going to stereotype. You ready? Sure. So be prepared to get mad at me. I'm going to stereotype. Whenever I visit Mexico, um, people down there work really hard. No one down there looks like they're asking for a handout. People work. Sure. Right? And people work long and they work hard. Whether they're at the restaurant or at the hotel or building the building next, they're working hard. I can't believe that because they walk 3,000 miles north, they are now... Uh, I don't want to work. It's like, no, that's not who these people are. Right. I think we're the dopes that are saying, don't worry about it. We'll, take care, we'll take care of you. It's like, what are we doing? We have this beautiful workforce of people who are, are able and willing to work and want to work cool. because they're a population. I know I'm generalizing and stereotyping, but I think in aggregate, they're a population of people that are really solid. Their work ethic is above and beyond, mm-hmm. right? So they would love to have a beautiful job here. They would love to work. They would love to experience they the American way. They want opportunities. That's they right. Want. They want the opportunity. And I think we're doing them a disservice by not letting them get in. And if they're going to get in and if the process takes two years for them to get uh, you know, naturalized. I think we have to get them working as soon as we possibly so can. So let me ask you: as long as we're going down this road, and I'm gonna—I I don't know why I let this one tweet by our governor bother me to the extent that I'm letting it bother me. But as a as a business owner, mm-hmm. when it, when it was enacted yesterday, that this this nonsense of paid family leave—that all of the how, what type of damage is this going to cause for? Because small business, whether you want to be. Whatever your mindset is on business in general, small business is the backbone of this country. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. always has been, mm-hmm. and if if we lose that, we are in real trouble. Yeah, it's, what kind of what kind of lasting damage is this going to have? You know, we we run a, a very progressive company in that way, right? We're very good to our people, so we already did this. We already had okay. basically this ready. Same but, same thing, by same, the way, with Hubbard. Yeah, it, yeah it's right. basically the same concept, right? Um, the, the It's the small, small companies that are going to have the hard time, because if someone says, I need 20 weeks off, well, you're out of luck if that's your third employee, and now you're like, okay, wait, I need to get a different employee, but then that person's not full-time. It would be very difficult to hire. But what what's more important, Rivers, I believe, is that it's death by a thousand cuts. Yep. You don't know it's killing you because it's not one big stroke, right? right? And all it is, it's just, it's just them saying, we're going to do this, and then we're going to do this. And, oh, by the way, not only are we going to put this in, but we need to have a, a $2 billion department that runs this each year or whatever the math works out to be. I know that's not 51% accurate. It's not $2 billion, but mm-hmm. it's not free, right? Right? And all of a sudden, we just have so I've never seen a committee that said, let's figure out how to better um, our employees' uh, life in Minnesota and put together a committee where they haven't spent a billion dollars to do it. Right? right. They, they haven't just said, you know what? We have some pretty darn good companies in Minnesota. I don't know if we really need to do anything. Well, and even the case of the, the, the lunch program, mm-hmm. you know, when they said, oh, it's going to cost us $1. Well, yep. no, it ended up costing you $5. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So it's things like that because. I mean, I'll raise my. We 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 decided to do that because like, well, it's it's offered. Yeah, you know, the, 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 he's you either going to eat there or he's yeah. not, and it's yeah. you know. But but it's just that that's a perfect example, right? There yeah. are there are absolutely children 
that don't need to have the school lunch program that can spend the three bucks a day to do it. Right. Right. And and the, the parents can do it and they can pay for it just like when we were kids. Yes. Right. And there's technology. They're like, oh, we don't want to embarrass the kids who can't afford it. I don't want to embarrass a poor kid who can't afford it. Right. But there's simple technology that you hand them a card and say, hey, congratulations. You got charged $4 today. Oh, by the way, we're going to pay that $4 for you. No one would have to know. No. You don't have to make the cards red and everyone else I is had a green. good friend in elementary school that was on that program, and, and I knew it only because I know, know sure. him, knew him very well, but I never said anything no, to anybody else. But, and, but kids are stupid and cruel, so they could. Sure. And, and to avoid that, you can just give them all the same damn cards. Right. It's, it's not rocket science to figure out how to hide it from a bunch of sixth but graders. But once again, what did it become? It became political. It became, it became this thing political like, theater. And it is kind of funny how they say, we're feeding every child. It's not your responsibility to feed every child. Right. What are you doing? Right. Right? Breakfast, lunch, and, and it, do I want a kid not to eat? Of course uh, of not. Would course I pay not. for kids? You know, I, I kind of laughed because Joe had mentioned this where he said, we could go down to the school. 40 guys and, you know, hey, Mike and Joe will work Tuesdays and I'll work the first Tuesday every month. I'll help clean. Yep. I'll make sure kids and, oh, that kid can't eat. His bill goes on mine and I'll take care of it. Yep. Right. And and we could find 500 GLers and weekly scramblers in two minutes that would do that. Absolutely. Literally two minutes. Yep. And some and they're all not rich, but they would go do that in a heartbeat for kids. We don't have to do everything in billion-dollar numbers. We just don't have to do that. And until we learn how to do it, we're just going to be experiencing death by a billion little dollar cuts. Boy, it's, we fired a bullet in uh, episode it's, one it's, of 2024. Now, I, I'm going to just have to go home and kick my dog for being a Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> I just called my dog a Democrat. I'm totally kidding. Again, I want to preface this. I don't care what political party. I am totally agnostic to that. Right. I just don't care. Right. It, it's everybody does it. No matter what party you are, everybody's making the mistakes. And on episode two, we will talk about the Jeffrey Epstein list coming out later today. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. Reavers, you're the great, Pl- greatest. Please wait, wait, wait. You're the best. Thank you, Michael. Please do us a favor, rate and review the show wherever you happen to be listening to the Weekly Scramble. We would appreciate it. His name is Mike Fredaloni. My name is Chris Reavers. We'll do this again next week. Happy New Year, everybody. Until then, cheers.